2: What it do, bro? It's your boy, Big Chris, man, and I just jumped up off the porch with Dirty Glove so you know? All
3: right, so we got my guy, Big Chris, jumping off the porch with us today. Welcome, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man. Appreciate you for having me, bro. No, nah, I appreciate you coming by today, too, man. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So first off, how you feeling today, man? man? I'm feeling great, man.
2: I got a lot of great things going on, man. Just working, man, grinding, expanding a brand, that's all. Okay, you know? okay. So what are you working on while you're here in the city of Atlanta, man? Right now, um, you know, I'm um, working with my independent label, Flatfoot. Okay. And uh, we just um, basically... Expanding the brand because, you know, I'm I'm pretty big in Chicago, mm-hmm. so we're trying to spread it around the world now. Okay. So we're working with some people right now that's that's getting it going. Photo shoots, you know, interviews, like promo. Um, Got a video shoot with my guy, Fat Money, Ty Money.
3: Okay. Shout out to Money, man. Yeah. We had him on the ports before. Yeah. Basically. Okay. How do you like the vibes here in Atlanta? How does it compare to back at home in uh, Chicago then?
2: Man, I like the vibes here a lot more better. You can breathe here a little bit, you know? <laughs> than it is at home man it's a lot better you know
3: yeah so i feel like there's also more opportunities with the music too like you said yeah, you can come definitely. here to do your interviews you and get photo shoots you know definitely. kind of move around a little easier you and you, bre- you can breathe
2: out here can't really breathe at
3: home you gotta watch it back all day yeah it's a little crazy no, I understood, man. So you're from out west, right? Yeah, I'm from the west side. Okay. Chicago. I don't know nothing about the west side, man. Yeah. So I need you to put me on. Like, talk about the culture. Okay, the, the culture on west. the west side of Chicago is like,
2: you know, the south side and east side, you know, all Keith and Duck and Dirk and them, they known for that. Mm-hmm. But the west side, we like more getting the money side. We get the money. You know, you know we get down because like our side of town, it make it seem like Inglewood got the murder rate. Hmm. But outside of town got the number one murder rate in Chicago, you know, oh, Austin wow. neighborhood, Londale neighborhood. But, you know, we mainly, they get their targets out there. Hmm. We, ain't just, we ain't just going to shoot up anybody, grabbing a switch and hitting anybody You get your target. But uh, mainly we about money, man, and that's all. Get your money, stack your money, take out a fam, stay out of the way.
3: I got you, man. Yeah. So how does one make it out of that type of environment, man? Like, what were some keys for you to, you know, to overcome that? Keys for me to overcome it is, man, I just,
2: man, This music, man. Music, you feel me? Like, cause you know people wouldn't believe it. They see short, fat, Chris. You know, I used to play basketball. I was ranked for in really? the nation playing that coming up. So my city, a lot of them know me from basketball. I played against Derrick Rose, all of them freshmen. And did my thing, like was in the okay. newspapers, all that. You know, so sports, we used to have a lot of sports back then, you know. Then when that fell off, you know, niggas hit the block, hustling, selling drugs. Mm-hmm doing all that. Then, you know, they was just rapping. And my guys on the block, they like, man, you too cold, Joe, you need to get out of this block. Hmm. So, you know, we just start paying for studio time, rapping through the neighborhood, buzzing up, making it look good. And everybody falling in line, you know?
3: Hmm. Did you always knew you could sing, too? Or was this kind of... Uh,
2: Harmonize, always made harmonies from the beginning. Okay. You know, I always watched The Temptations and Jackson 5 movies. <laughs> I used to like them, them cats with them high voices, Eddie Kendricks and all them. And I always harmonize, yeah. I mean, wouldn't call it too much singing, but harmonizing.
3: <laughs> My bad. Yeah. No, no, nah, nah, ain't
2: nothing wrong with it, because I you know it's, it's a combination. Yeah. You who, who, you winning, you rapping and you singing. Mm-hmm. You got two and one. That's why Drake's the best right now.
3: Mm. You know? Real shit, man. So um, when would you say you jumped off the porch then? How old yeah.
2: were you? When I jumped off the porch, what do you mean? To the streets? Yeah. Man, real, real, real young, you know? was to say Shit boy. in Chicago you jumped out the porch when you jump out your mama pussy you feel me so basically instantly you know my big brothers gang members four corner hustlers vice lords mm-hmm. I grew up in a gangster disciple neighborhood so I was a GD I'm the youngest I got four big brothers oh, wow! you know and all them they four corner hustlers and vice lords I don't know if you heard of that mm-hmm. but I grew up with the gangsters and disciples you know
3: on the mm-hmm. west side K- K- town. okay so being the youngest yeah. Were your older brothers like trying to keep you away from that type of lifestyle or were they trying to be like or were you just watching them be like all right well this is what they own this is what I need to be on too? No
2: nah, because I always had my own man and, and they I, honestly my big brothers they, they support me they look at me like the golden child they look at me like the one finna get us out of here because everything I did I succeeded in it like I went hard in it and I, and I like did great at it you feel me so Nah, but you know, just following their path. My big brothers, they ain't want me too much to do what they did, but you know, it's life. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, do you finish school? Do you go to college? Nah, I dropped out of junior year.
2: I dropped out of high school. Actually, that's why I stopped playing basketball. Oh, for real. When I was like seventeen, I got a big settlement for like three hundred thousand dollars, and um. Did you I cash like, it
3: right then and there, or did you have to wait till you were 18? I,
2: I did a trust fund until for, for, okay. I was 18, boom. And when I turned that age, I just went wild. <laughs> Buying nice cars, <laughs> bonding my homies out of jail, taking care of everybody, you know, the whole neighborhood. And then, you know, it backfired on me, having babies and all that, you know. Oh, shit. And um, it backfired on me because three months later, like the SpongeBob thing, the nigga went
3: broke. 300k in three yeah, months? Yeah, Boy, you was lit that summer, whatever yeah, I, I, season yeah, that was. Yeah, it was
2: definitely that summer. Had to be like 08, or Whatever, like, yeah, 20, 10, went around that way, 10, 11. When,
3: uh, what was, like, the biggest purchase? Was it a car or?
2: Uh, Cars, bonding the guys out, all that. You know, and, and the crazy thing about it, when the nigga went broke, them niggas, Got to laughing at you, you know? For real? Yeah. After you done helping out? After you done helped these niggas and did all this, you know? But the tables turned again though, you feel uh. what I'm saying? Yeah.
3: What, what would you say was like the biggest lesson you went through by burning that much uh, money
2: that quick then? Biggest lesson was not taking care of my babies enough, hmm. you know? I probably had like three babies around the time. Now I got seven children. Seven? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All of them live with me taking care of by the same you mama, go. you know? Got him in a nice big house now. Suburban school, well taken care of,
3: you know. That's what it's all about, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure, yeah. sure. So what has being a father taught you about life then?
2: Uh, everything, you know, that's what made me get it together, you know, because after I went down there, you know, after the younger one broke at that age, I, 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 put my, I put my head down. So I'm like, you know, I was feeling down. So I'm like, man, I can't, I look at my babies and I'm like, no, I can't do this. I gotta find what i'm finna do and i'm finna go hard at it so i focused on my music
0: hmm.
2: and i ain't do this music just to say i want to be rich i want to be a millionaire i did this shit, cause this is what i love this shit in my heart i don't care if i'm 70 years old if i can rap i'm a rap yeah that's what i love to do i love to hear myself and so having to be just going hard the neighborhood gravitated to it then the city gravitated to it and it get bigger now you start to make money and life get better you know
3: yeah
2: man. and i'm saying guys who Laughed at me. Now they right back. Chris, put me on. Help me. Help me.
3: No, not this time, buddy. me once. Yeah. Shame on you. Yeah. Burn me twice. That, that's Facts. on me. Facts. <laughs> Real <laughs> shit, man. So, like, who'd you grow up listening to? Like, you know, you said you always loved music, man. So, who'd you grow up listening to that uh, you really fucked with?
2: My favorite is like, Tupac. I was I was younger, you know, when he passed away. But I but I understand it was, you know, like Tupac. Lil Wayne and Future. That's who I consider my style is and want. You know, I like Tupac because he, he give it to you from the heart, so mm-hmm. my music there. Lil Wayne, he can hit you with the bars and the metaphors, I can give it to you there. And Future, I like the melody and the tune. I love it. I can get on there and rap rap like a Lupe or a Twister, but I love my melodies, you know?
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you don't make the typical drill Chicago music. Nah. That- no. So do you feel like that helped you or was that kind of hindering you at first because maybe everyone just wants to hear that drill shit in Chicago?
2: I feel like, I feel like it, help, it helped me and separate me because um, a lot of them, I've seen a lot of them come and go. Mm-hmm. And let's just say, I ain't saying I, I'm the biggest in the city. My name stayed relevant since 2012, 2013, since Chief Keeven them got popped, That's when we was doing our thing too. And my name stayed relevant every year. Like I went up every year to now. So doing me, not doing what they do. So I knew it was going to change. It's going to change like they do that drill. Some of them come and go,
3: you
2: know?
3: Yeah. So when would you say you started taking music serious then? It's like after you had your kids and like, like blew through that
2: 300,000, it was like. 20, 2012, 2013 is when I take it seriously. I got one of my older partners, Rock Child. He put me in a studio and he just locked me in a studio. And it was up from there, you know?
3: You, well, you also produce, you make beats too?
2: Engineer, produce, I do everything. Okay. Like the whole the whole city done been through my studio. I had a studio in my kitchen, man. <laughs> Everybody in them been through that who you can name with the big names from Chicago. Like. Uh-huh.
1: When something happens to your kitchen, you might say,
0: this is ludicrous.
1: But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.
3: For real. What uh, what kind of inspired you to start making beats then? Like, Uh, certain producers, you were like, man, he cold with (laughs) it.
2: Just really... Basically being locked in the studio like all day. I learned how to engineer myself and play with the beats. Just locking myself in the studio, tunnel vision. Perfecting my craft, doing what I do all day. Nothing else, because there's a billion people out here doing this. I ain't worried about nobody else, but I gotta perfect my craft and be the best. Yeah. Just lock in.
3: So 10 years later, man, what inspires you today to keep creating, keep going hard with this shit?
2: Man, inspiration. Yeah, you know, what inspires me today is this is what I love. You feel what I'm saying? I tell you, this is what I love. Like, I'm 70 years old. That's what I'm going to be doing, man. It's <laughs> what I love to do. This is my heart, music.
3: I just love it so much, you know? And that's kind of rare these yeah. days. You yeah. know, a lot of people get in this shit, they just want a bag. They don't even like rapping. No, it ain't. It's very, you know, seldom someone will come up here and say, man, that's what's making I don't it, man. care that's if I was getting paid or not, I'd still be making it. That's what's shit. watering
2: it down, because they just in that doing anything. I ain't no hate. I respect everybody grinding whatever music they make, you know? But that's what's watering it down a little bit. Yeah. People just coming here, trying to get a quick hit and get rich. And, but, you know, that's, something with, that's That's the way out of the neighborhood for us. I ain't the one to knock it, you know? If that's your way to get out, I'm, I'm supporting
3: you, yeah. you know? Unfortunately, a lot of people don't realize how much of a grind this shit is. Yeah, they you ain't going to blow up they just because you're posting TikTok. See, I
2: be seeing a lot of people, like new people, I be like, they be thinking, yeah, we finna blow, we finna blow. I'm like, man, I don't know, it's some work to be put in, man. I don't know, Jay-Z ain't just coming here overnight, man. Yep. You want to be a Jay-Z or you want to be a one hit wonder? We going for the Jay-Z and the Dr. Draco. They came in in their 30s and got bigger and take over the game. Rick Ross, Jay-Z, Futures, you know?
3: No, that's real. Yeah. So what was one of the first songs you put out that kind of gave you a buzz, whether in your neighborhood or in your city then?
2: Uh, actually, I was with a group with my partners, um, a cat named Mikey Dollars. Okay. I don't know if y'all familiar yeah. with it, man I.L. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Will. And we made some buzz. We was shooting videos with D-Gangs and A.Z. Right around the time, Chief Keef and Lil Durk then was. Okay. So we was on the channel together. and We was doing millions together. Oh, shit. But what really gave me my, my um, name for I put on, uh, I don't know if you heard of a cat named Lufo. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, like I'm responsible for him. You know, I put him in a studio, in my mm-hmm. home studio, helped him make all his music, engineer, put it together, put him out there. And um, you know, he got on, he got big, he got a deal. And he turned his back on me, you know, mm-hmm. which I ain't holding no grudge, no more, you know. Back then I was a little angry, you know, I tell him. And um, he he ain't reach back for you, you know like what i to say we i done helped a lot of people get through the door like dreezy I heard mean, her do her of course yeah one of my guys from the neighborhood investing in her i had him investing her you know that was investing in me and um like and then one guy was my guy fbg duck rest in peace to him you know he he saw all the work i was putting in and he just hit me one day and he like bro you know and we don't know each other from the can of pain. He like, bro, you, you one of the talented people in the city, I want to spread my juice with you. Hmm. Me knowing what's going on in the city, but I don't know all the way like how deep they beefs is, you know, Duck and Keith. And, and me and Duck, we locked in the studio. We made one record then, we just like, man, we making a whole album. Hmm. We made a whole album, it did great, it charted Southwest. And he he really spread the juice with me. Like that's when I get verified. Hmm. Hundreds of thousands of followers came. He spread the juice because you know what's going on with him and them. Yeah. yeah.
3: What, what was that chemistry like when you guys were in the studio cooking up then?
2: Man, it was like Shaq and Kobe on the court. <laughs> you feel me? We was making great magic. You know, he was like, man, Joe, you the only one giving me hell on these tracks, man. I'm trying to keep up with you. Usually people trying to keep up with me, man. And and I was just taking him out of his his element and, you know, getting him away from all that drill. Mm-hmm. You see how all his this sound changed where he was harmonizing more and getting him away from all that beef stuff, you know, and not condoning that, even though he born in that, but I was, I was just peace. I was getting him away from that, you know.
3: What was his creative process like in the studio? Shit, we,
2: we just go in, we put the beat on, and we go in, no pen, no pad, we just go, follow each other. He's one of the most talented people I ever worked with, you mm-hmm. feel me, because he just work, and he wanna work, work all day, and, um. Like I said, we built a great brother relationship, man. But he never spoke on that beef stuff around me or, or never wanted to involve me in it. Never told me not to listen to this or nothing. And he know what I'm on. Like, man, let's bring this city together, get some money, man. Even though they got too much bloodshed, mm-hmm. stay away from their things and what they got going on. Even though some people will put you in it automatic. Some cats, it's all you with him. Cause you do music with him? Nah man, I'm from the west side, y'all from the south side, y'all got what y'all going on. If Dirk would have reached out to me to work, out of work, you know. Yeah. He, I don't know what y'all got going on, I'm me, you know. But
3: like, were the fans like trying to include you in it? Like, yeah, oh, you on still, that side? Yeah, they still
2: do to this day, they still <laughs> do to this day. And I had to set them straight like, you know. Yeah, I I'm,
3: saw that post you just made yeah. uh, the other day, man. Yeah, I got
2: to set them straight like, man, I'm me, man. I ain't ducking nobody, man. I'm from a city on the side of the gangsters too, but. Hmm. I'm me. I do what I, I ain't on that. I'm trying to get some money, take care of their family, create generational wealth,
3: man. Yeah.
2: Ain't me man out here, no young dumb punk, you know. Got my mind together.
3: You nah, for real. Yeah. Uh, young and living, man. For this real. shit go crazy. Young and li- oh, yeah. Talk about that session, man. Do you remember that one? Yeah,
2: it was crazy. When I made it, I had just came from bowling. I went in the studio, and I, I was playing beats, and I heard that beat. But it was t- they was rushing the lead back out, and I laid it on a beat. I hurry up and like, I know all this hook in my head, I gotta lay this mom. Hmm. So I hurry up and laid the hook. So later on that day, we all come back to the studio. I played it, and uh, Doug like, oh, what's that? <laughs> Give me the headphones. <laughs> I hurry up, hop this verse on there, and it was there. It was uh, magic, just like that.
3: You kinda knew that one was gonna go up, huh? Yeah. 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 That shit went stupid, man. What about act like? Act like? Yeah.
2: That was the first record me and my boy made. For real? Yeah. You see, I had Jojo Capone in a video. Oh, uh, it. And my guy, Don Terrio. he be doing uh, roasting our own babies and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had him on the porch, too. Yeah, there. yeah. And uh, that was basically our first song, you know. He came with it, then I coming out with that high pitch, Creative Magic. And that, that was our first, that's what made him want to say, let's do a whole album together, mm. you know.
3: Um, did you hang out with Duck a lot outside of the studio, too?
2: was
3: so was Never. More just we never, because
2: I'm from my hood. He, well, well, outside of the studio, he'll come to my hood and my block, and he'll kick it with us out west. And be free, have fun like a big kid, man. See, I be thinking in my head, like, I don't know how they had them beefs going on, because it's a cool dude. And I know some cats from that side, and I'm like, these cool dudes. But the city and the media do that man he was a good dude I mean, no yeah. problems no arrogant shit no bully shit none of that he was just a cool dude he wanted to do music like that's when he that's when I hung out of my side of the studio he come to my block but other than that we we was locked in the studio all day living there I had the studio in the house so we living in. okay
3: now. he got his girls he'll pull them up there Nah, long live duck, man uh, talk to us about your single show it which one show it yeah show it
2: Rest in peace to the producer, Ecstasy. Mm-hmm. He's a great producer. He, he produced for like a um, Latino producer, Daddy Yankee. You know him? He got a Grammy and oh, all for that. for real? Oh, yeah. Sure. And uh, we just locked in the studio in California, and I was just vibing, you know, because I had went through some anxiety and depression in life, you know, mm-hmm. like everybody do typically. And it's crazy, mine came when my life was just starting to get better, mm-hmm. you know? The anxiety and the depression, you think thinking to come at you, when it's at you when you're at your lowest. my life was starting to get better i was starting to get money getting noticed and then the music more and then it hit me Hmm. you know so basically a lot of my music gravitated to anxiety and depression because it's real you know
3: how therapeutic is recording songs like that when you're feeling that way yes
2: close your eyes and just go Hmm. Hmm.
3: did you ever go to therapy or did you kind of just use i actually went to therapy yeah i
2: actually went to see because you got a lot of people that's dealing with that you got to go talk to somebody don't know you who ain't gonna judge you so i want to talk to a therapist lady and i just let out everything in my life that i've ever been through mm-hmm. you know talk to her about it and I, a week later i start feeling better you can't talk to somebody you know because you argue with them they'll throw it in your face very true you know? yeah so you gotta go see somebody you'll never see again
3: yeah i think people need to hear that man because you know there's such a stigma around therapy you know, yeah. like, especially for men
2: especially if, young you know, the kids today they, everybody going through anxiety and depression like how Y'all yeah, ain't growing up like that. <laughs> Real shit.
3: Just,
2: just fake anxiety.
3: Uh, <laughs> then you got to work with the uh, legendary Twister. Talk about how that record came about.
2: Man, it's crazy because, like, when I first started doing music, Twister always been my favorite. You know he's from K-Town, too, with me. Okay, yeah. we both from K-Town. And um, when I first started doing music, like, taking it serious, I used to always, man, I want a song with Twister. So I reached out to him when I got a little bug. Hey there.
0: with the group.
2: <laughs> he ignore me. You know, I'm like, damn, I ain't gonna get mad. I just work harder, grind it harder, name got up. <laughs> Next thing you know, I get a DM from him. Oh shit. Let's work, send me something. So it just work hmm. I ain't get mad and say F you. <laughs> just like, I just gotta nah, that's work it, man. I gotta get my name yeah. out here more. Yeah. I thought I was buzzing a little bit, so for the first time, for him to <laughs> reach out to me. <laughs> You know, but I guess I wouldn't, but mm-hmm. I work harder. I ain't gonna get mad, you work harder. You know, same thing happened with my guy King Louie when I did a record with him. Oh, for real? Reached out to him before at a little buzz. No response. Got hotter. Now he'll tell you I'm one of his favorites,
3: uh-huh. you know? What does that mean to you when, you know, people that you reaching out to hit you up like, man, you cold. You one of my favorites with this. It just, just mean
2: bad. that this work paying off, man. You know, it's paying off all the hard work, all the years. People can't just get in here with the mindset and give up. Like, man, I've been rapping for five, six, seven years, and it ain't go for me. Man, all it takes is one record to change your life, man. One record. I don't care how old you are, you, 16 or 35. <laughs> one record change your life, man. You
3: know. Not real So shit, keep man. going. Yeah. So, what's your creative process today? Do you write your raps? You punch in, or do a little bit of both? Both. Like sometimes I start off writing like the first bars, get hit that
2: beat, first four bars, hmm. boom, lay that, and I just go in. But Most of the time it's just like a um, punch in process, scrape through. Okay. Yeah.
3: Do you feel like you make your best music like when you're feeling down and you feel like you got some real life shit going on in your life? Or? I feel like the, I make the best music when a lot of people make me mad, or somebody make me mad, <laughs> angry and it's
2: like, when somebody make me mad, like I, I go in there and go off. Like, it got so easy to me. Like, you can put on any beat, I can make a record. But I'm, I'm, right now, I'm reaching for the record that's being me and still catering to the people, you know?
3: Mm I can go in there any beat and go, you know? I got you, man. Yeah. Uh, So what's your thoughts on the music scene in Chicago today and how did it look 10 years ago?
2: 10 years ago? Today, okay, 10 years ago it was, we, 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 We had Chief Keith. Chief Keith did it big for us, and he brought the eye to the city real big, and he helped a lot of people get deals and feed their family. Mm -hmm. Sosa did that to me, if you ask me. He brought the eye to our, he's one of the greatest, you know, Mm -hmm. him and his, him and the duck beef, they they did that, they brought the eye to our city, and um, that's 10 years ago. But today it's just, it's oversaturated. Everybody thinks you gotta have an op or kill somebody to get out of this, to get on. So everybody wanna do all that op and killing and all that like yeah. op, top, yeah, true vocabulary. Drill, kill, op, top. You know, they got a few words. And so today, like, I ain't knocking them if you wanna get out that way, but you don't, you don't gotta do all that dissing and op. Everybody got the Gen 5s and the 30s and the switches. that's what they making them look to blow
3: yeah but they giving out real numbers real cases uh for this type of shit too yeah but they they really out there with they they out there too and the
2: songs boosted it up more i ain't gonna say like chicago ain't been getting active but the music music turned that that way we see i'm from out west we used to have some popping called bopping like bopping and stuff Mm -hmm. i was one of the starters on the music of that it's a little dance called bopping and uh, we used to have Fifi's with everybody outside. We outside a thousand deep on the block.
3: That's it.
2: You know, ain't nothing going on. Now you can't do that because the music turned over. Drill, real. Bang, bang, kill all day. The switch coming out, 30 people here now. That's real like that,
3: you know? Do you think that'll ever change or is it just going to get worse or?
2: Only how to change if they create more opportunities. They create more opportunities in the hood, in the hood for the youngest. Like, Back then, when I was coming up a little bit more, I'm saying like I'm old, but you know, few years ago when I was coming up before it turned like this, we had sports to go to, we going to gym and going sports, do activities and all that. But now, they don't got that. They don't got that. So all they just got is the streets.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got the situation with flatfoot, right? Yes. So how did that come about?
2: How did flatfoot, the situation with flatfoot, come about? Man, I was just uh, my guy, Boog, man, the CEO. It's like a brother to me, man. Like a big brother to me, man. He helped change my life, honestly. Like, for the better. You know, you don't get too many people. Like, I've been living in Chicago my whole life. Seeing, you know, older cats with things and all that. And and it takes somebody from another city, my guy from Cleveland, Ohio, to come pick you up, man. My kids, my wife, everybody love my lady. Um, And that started about just like, you know, my brother he was up here visiting his family with his, la- uh, with his lady. He was up here visiting his family for a dinner, and um, he just ran across my music, he said, man. I seen him and then, you know, showed him the music, and he was like, all right, it's just any other rapper. <laughs> he said he just rolled home, and he played it, and he said, like, no, he's talking about something different, man, ooh. He really talking about something, so. He hit me like, man, I like that, man. And I'm like, man, let's get together, man. Get it going. And then it was up and my and my partner been mm-hmm. just doing everything he been doing, uplifting the label and me, promoting me heavy, yeah. you know? The right way, what you need in this mm-hmm. game to win, you need, because you got your P, QCP, mm-hmm. you got Master P, you got Birdman, you got Diddy. And he, I'm the artist, I'm the biggie, he the Diddy. Master P mm-hmm. and, Whoever master P had, that was big. Juvenile, Birdman, Lil Wayne, you know. Yeah. Like that.
3: Yeah, and I always feel like you know, as an artist, you need some type of team around you. Facts. too. There's only so much you can do, Facts. man. And if you're focusing on ten different things, you don't forget about the music, man. Yeah. You need that guidance too. Like,
2: I, I, I feel like I need them around because sometimes I slip off and and I get to speaking about the wrong thing that like on the interview or something. And he'll call me and tell me like, man, you should not speak on that or talk about that on that way. And you need that, Yeah. you know? And like, big bro family, I'm talking to him all day, all day. That's family.
3: Yeah, well, that's love right there, For Sure. So, man, what single are we pushing right now?
2: Uh, right now, I got the single called Flood, baby. And then um, I shot a video for that in Miami. Okay. Dope, dope, and it's coming soon. And then um, I got my another another single called Fat Money. We got like a three-song project that uh, we're putting together with some a, a very important person. I don't want to say their name. Hmm. Associated with some high people, you know. That's A and R and helping me with the project right now. Okay. And. Um, Basically, we putting in the right work. You see, we up here with you guys.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Flood baby, that's what you said to sing a yeah. Is? Flood baby. Okay. Definitely. Well, what's that about? Like, what type of vibe is that one on?
2: Uh, it's more the vibe of the melodic, get money, get money melodic vibe. Tell them to get money, man. We ain't gotta just do the other drill all day. Melodic vibe, get money. The females, the lifestyle I want, the feel good style that I like. Mm-hmm. You know, future type music. Yeah. You no, know, because Future a big inspiration to me. Hmm. Uh, that's my favorite, is right now out. Like I told you, Future Wayne and Park my three favorites. And um, I think my sound's similar to his, but I still come with my own twist and my own sound to it. Okay.
3: You know? Yeah, I feel like that get money music, man. That, that yeah. shit missing in the game right yeah, now. Yeah, for real.
2: And somebody gotta bring it back, it's gonna be me. Yeah.
3: Because yeah. it's like, man, you gotta motivate these youngs, man. Facts. Get some money. Get a
2: bag. Yeah, think Don't about get it. a body. Man. Yeah, everything now is about getting a body, and that's what happened. That's what's happening. Getting a body. Now, if we talk about money, that might be what happened to y'all.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That's what I think we need more in Chicago. Some money, because like when they when the pandemic just happened, they was doing all these scams. The killing went down. And everybody <laughs> was getting PPP money, the
3: killing went down. Everyone was scamming. Instead. Yeah. If they started picking up folks from there? Because they've been doing that here in Atlanta, man. Nah. They, they cracked down. No, nah, because them, them cats
2: was only probably getting like 10 and 20. These uh-huh. cats probably getting like 3 million and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they went
3: stupid out here. Yeah. yeah. So who are some of the producers you've been working with lately?
2: Uh, you know, I locked in with Hitmaker.
3: OK, I saw that. Yeah, you guys flicked it up. We made a
2: few records. Many talks with London on the track. Um, damn. Who else we been working with? Uh, and I got a few young overseas producers, hmm. and um, me. <laughs> Basically, yeah, that's it, really.
3: So you still rapping over your own beats, then, too?
2: Yeah, yeah, like production that I engineering and stuff. Yeah.
3: Okay. So any other features? Uh, I know you mentioned Fat Money.
2: Yeah. Uh, I got a feature with Jeremiah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, produced by Hitmaker. Now he be
3: singing, right?
2: That's 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 my <laughs> third single. I ain't wanna break down now, but you just got it out. Okay. That's the third single out of the three pack. I got a feature with Jeremiah. Hmm. A dope record. That's for the clubs and the ladies that I think everybody gonna gravitate to. Produced by Hitmaker.
3: Oh wow. Hey y'all, what's up? It's Devin here from Money Honeys. If you're a fan of learning about your business and finances through storytelling and pop culture, then you got to be sure to check out and subscribe to Money Honeys, a show that covers the nitty gritty of maintaining your personal wealth through fun conversation. And you know what? It's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip hop, powered by creators.
2: That's coming. uh, More records with Twister. He said he want to do a whole EP with me. Really? You know? Oh, shit. Uh, I've been talking with my big bro Lupe Fiasco. Hmm. We're doing some work. Um, Those are major
3: names the right free name.
2: I'm probably forgetting the free names, but
3: it's a lot more people that I'm working with. Okay. Yeah. So when we start rolling this out, man, you know, fans be on your ass. I'm sure they yeah. be. Yeah. You said we start rolling out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they definitely.
2: They show love to me. Like everywhere I am everywhere I go, sometimes you don't know how big you is, your, your name is, big your name is. Like everywhere I go, I get a fan stop me taking pictures in the Walmarts and everywhere. Even when I'm in California, Miami, Atlanta, you don't know that that, that music's spreading that long. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fans that that motivate you. I'm like, man, I ain't even know I got fans out here. Or, and my kids see it, and they be like, man, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, what does it mean to you, like, when fans come up to you or even send you a message, like, just talking about how much your music means to them or help, the, you know, help them get through a tough time in their life?
2: It mean a lot to me. You know, and I got a lot of them messages. I can show you what fans saying, man, you motivate me, bro. Like, you helped me save my life for some of your music. It mean a lot, you know, you, you do it for, you know, you, some people do it for the recognition. I, you want your music to get noticed too you mm-hmm. know but so it definitely mean a lot man the fans mean the most that's who gonna do the job to get it done oh yeah to get you you know to the levels you want to be
3: mm-hmm. yeah that's the power of music to be able like you said maybe yeah. save someone's life yeah so. like
2: i say michael jackson tupac he my friend make you cry man anytime you can get that deep into somebody off of your music you you got to be one of the
3: yeah, Michael yeah. was different. He had people fainting yes. just at the sight of him. Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah, for we real. don't see that
2: no more, man. Nah, nah, cause ain't nobody putting that type of feeling in that really well. People will, but they ain't just getting on. They that ain't the music that's getting pushed right now.
3: Yeah. And also, I think back then, like there was no social media, so you couldn't see right. Michael on your phone 24/7. Uh-huh. So when uh-huh. you saw him in the flesh, it was like, oh my God, he's really there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> people fainting, that shit still kills me. Man.
2: Social media changed a lot. Like it, it's good and it's bad. Yeah, you know, because it, it helped a lot of you know young kids make it out,
3: mm-hmm.
2: young poor out of the poor neighborhood to get on, but it also killed a lot of people too. Yeah, you know. Yeah, That's real. With the clout.
3: Yeah. What is some advice you would share to like the new generation coming up then right now?
2: Man, I just say, man, like find something you good at and um, find something you good at, man. Stick to it, stick to it, man. Don't yeah. ever let nobody tell you it can't happen. And, and just do, do what you do best. Find something you good at and stick to it. And go hard, man. Don't be a follower, be a leader, man. You know, change it, ch- change it. I ain't trying to be no preacher, nothing but change it, man. Yeah. I'm still a gangster, you know?
3: But just a small one, you know? Nah, that's solid advice yeah. right there, man. So, Chris, look at the head, man. What's the plans for 2023 and beyond, man? Plans for 2023. Plans are goals, too, man.
2: Yeah, plans and the goals for 2023 is uh, more life, man. More great music. Taking this to a next level with my family, my team. My flat foot boog, man. My guy got a vision, man. Like, I be up on the phone with my guy all night, four, five in the morning. My guy got a vision. He really came. Like, I have been doing this music on my own, and uh, getting to a level and sticking out. He just came and he took it all the way to like, let's say I was at from zero to 10. I got myself to like a five or a four. He just took me up to eight within a few months that quick, you mm-hmm. know? And I believe in his vision, and I know he gonna make it happen. So I'm just following his lead. Whatever my God tell me, we need to do. I'm gonna make the great music. Whatever my God tell me, we need to do. Let's go, bro. Let's go. And the thing about it, I like it with him, he listen to me hmm. on my choices in the song. Like people I worked with in the past, you know, who invest, they didn't listen to me. They did things. They way choose songs they wanted. Hmm. But my God, listen to me. He believe in my vision too. You
3: know. That's important too, man. Yeah,
2: and you gotta have someone with you like that, man. No, for, real. for real. It's a blessing, man. You know, God put that together. You ask me.
3: Yeah, yeah, there you go, man. So, Chris, go ahead and uh, plug your social media. Let everyone know where to find you at, too, man.
2: Man, what it is, it's your boy Lil' Chris. Well, matter of fact, let me speak on that. We switching it up to Big Chris, because I'm the big dog now. You know, we ain't look Chris no more. The Cubans got bigger. The money got bigger. So, it's Big Chris now. You look at me when you, when you search for me. Lil' Chris, I got all the old music under that. But it's Big Chris now. Instagram, Dr. Big Chris. That's where you find me, D-R-B-I-G-C-H-R-I-S. Been verified, I ain't going to pay for them. <laughs> do none of that. What we if they verified. tell you you got to pay for it, like they try to do on I Twitter? I just ain't going to be verified no more. Because <laughs> I ain't feel, they, we, I, I felt I worked for my check mark, you know? And um, Twitter, Lil' Chris K-Town. TikTok, Dr. Big Chris. YouTube, Big Chris. It, well, it's Lil' Chris now, but we're going to change it to Big Chris. <laughs> And, um, like, subscribe to the channel, you know, and keep watching, looking for more work, man. We ain't stopping, we ain't going nowhere, man. We grinding till it's over, till life over, you know. And um, just be blessed out there, man. Do y'all. And shout out to everybody in my city, man. We need to get some money, quit all that old Block 63rd, all that. And get some money, man, and just live our best life, you know. Cause that's ten our city down, man. And We got too much great talent in the city, man. We got some of the best talent. A lot of cities they copy our style. You know, every city get a style copy. Atlanta, New York, mm-hmm. but a lot of cities mimicking, you know, our, our wordplay and all that now, and getting on off it. Cause y'all want to beef and do goofy things and kill each other when we can just get this money and bring it together, man. And I'm gonna be the one to change it on my side, you know, cycle. And talk about this money, get it, live our best life, stay away from all that bull stuff,
3: bull, bullshit, man.
2: You know. Yeah, Just is. like that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Any other shout outs you wanna give before we wrap it up?
2: Man, shout out my dog, Mikey Dollars, man. It's my brother right there. Shout out my babies. Love all y'all. I mean, that's what it is. My Flatfoot family, Cleveland, Chicago. It's a takeover. Shout out my people, uh, my private people, Natalie. Can't tell y'all too much, Raina. We got uh, Fee, Shana, the whole team, man. They working like, they making me feel so much like I'm all, like, I know I'm, I'm that nigga and I'm close to being one tiny song away. They make me feel like I already got 10 songs that's already on the charts, man. Just give me superstar treatment, man. Nigga putting on makeup and Stylists is dressing you know, doing shit. We just used to go in to grab the grab a cameraman and point our gun, <laughs> finger gun, and then rapping, you know. But they they taking us to another level, you know. And I appreciate that, and and, and, and the results are gonna show real soon. I promise you. Just keep watching, you know. Keep watching. She on to perk, she wanna perk. I got this x her. trying to lay it up.
0: Throw that bitch off the backboard.